Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode, I can't even believe I'm getting ready to say it, 20 of Consignment Chats. This is quite an accomplishment. High five, girls. High five, yes. Air high fives. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 20 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Libby, what did so, you heard something about 20, right? Yeah. So on I Love the List Perfectly podcast, it's called the Seller Community Podcast. And uh, Liz and Doug had kept, the host kept talking about, oh, when we make it to episode 20, most podcasts don't make it that far. So that's going to feel like a real good milestone. So as they're saying this, you know, like we're approaching, we're approaching, we were approaching 20. So I've just been like, had that in my head, like 20, 20. That means we really made it. We did it, girls. Yeah. So we congratulations. Have a little party. <laughs> and I love what we're going to talk about with episode 20. And then I love to think back before we get into this, though, because it just dawned on me. I'm having a little recollection of when we first started like 20 episodes ago, think about the first episode. We were so nervous, like so <laughs> scared. We were like deer in head. In fact, I think what I'm going to do this afternoon is go back to episode one and listen to it and then listen to the most recent out there and see how much we've grown and changed. Oh yeah. I want to do that. Too. Right. Absolutely. We'll, we'll probably yeah. be like, holy moly. Cause I remember we were like, so nervous and scared and it was like, not even that we were, we weren't live. And that's why I kept saying, y'all, we're not live. We can edit anything. Yeah. And the funny thing is I used to do a lot of editing and now it doesn't take me much time at all to edit. Don't jinx we, yourself. We are <laughs> that, crazy. We are that good girls. We are that good. And like, so, it was just tough because I was new to you guys, you know, and it was like, we had to get our sync our rhythm going and stuff. Yeah. And now yeah. we got it going. We oh, got yeah. It. We got the oh, rhythm. Yeah. We got the rhythm. I feel like I should put some background music on. We got the rhythm. Yeah, it's so much fun now. I don't like get nervous at all. I just get excited to be able to talk. And I love what we're talking about today because this is something I, it drives, it's a pet peeve of mine when I feel others that feel this. And it's something that I am so adamant is not a part of the consignment industry. And so the title of what we're talking about today is why we don't compete in the consignment industry. It's not a competitive industry. Libby, you have a little quote you use that you say you hear all the time for this, a little saying, a little. Yeah, so it applies to lots of different things, but a rising tide lifts all boats. So, you know, the more we do as a community and the better, you know, everything goes it lifts all of our businesses. The more consignment is out there, the more people that shop, it lifts us all up. It's not lifts just us all up. up and it becomes a common, common way of life. Shopping mm-hmm. all different consignment businesses. I love it. Rising tide lifts all boats and we're all yeah. on this boat together. Yes, we it. are. We are. So we talked about, we all have different reasons and different things about why we believe that consignment is not a competitive business. I mean, we just don't. And I know I have many, I could go on about this for hours. In fact, I think we have in the past, Libby, over coffee, gone on and on about this for hours when we meet with somebody who may be new to the business and might have a little competitive 
part of it, but there's so many reasons why we know it's not a competitive business. And one of the main reasons, and, and I live this life. I know Tiffany, you said you were shopping consignment when your kids were young. Um, I walk this walk and live this life. I know Libby, you do too, that typically when somebody shops consignment, it's a way of life. They shop all the consignment stores, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody has their own reasons to do it. And I love, I have several reasons. I mean, sometimes it's, I like to get something for less. I think that's like an exciting find. It's like a sport for you sometimes. It is. Right? It is. Some people, it's it's their sport, man. It's competitive. I mean, competitive in the fact that they want to find the best deal and everything. Right. Yeah. It's a, I'm not competing business-wise, but right. for me, I feel so good when I find that item that I saw in, in the big box industry online for $180 and I find it for 10 you know, $10 I got it for. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I see another person wearing it. And they're like, oh, I bought this at, I won't name a store, but, and I know they paid the 180 and I got mine and I'm like, oh, well, I got mine for 10 and <laughs> down the street. And I just am like, so proud of myself. I love it's it. It's an internal win. It is an internal win. It really Mm -hmm. is. But I, more than anything, and we've talked about this multiple times, is the eco-friendly aspect of it. You know, I just love to know that I'm, you know, there are times you have to shop the box stores. I mean, there just Mm -hmm. are some, but I always try to go consignment first, small business second, you know, full retail, small business second, and the the big box is my last. last, Yeah. Yeah. Libby, you have something, and I actually was using this, who did I tell your quote to that you talked to your kids about? And I think you've mentioned this before about the dollar votes. And rec- Oh, the dollar votes, yeah. I so, recently told yeah. somebody else this, um, might have been Poppy when we were together this past weekend, but I love it. You have to share it again, what you tell your kids. So I heard this concept a, a long time ago, probably when I was in college and we did like... Um, the philosophy of um, the environment and how we interact with it and everything. And it's the concepts that people use of dollar votes, right? A dollar is, and I think they, I think they actually employed this. I'm going to do a little research because I think they actually did this um, to the extreme in Ithaca, New York at some point. I don't know if they still do, but anyway, um, when you spend a dollar, you're voting. You have to look at it as you're voting. So if I spend a dollar at a big box store on a product that's made overseas, that's, you know, has this planned obsolescence or is going to break in a couple of days, isn't sustainable. Um, I'm casting a vote for that, for that lifestyle, for that, you know, for the, for that company, for that, the employment practices they employ um, and all of that. So like when you spend a dollar, it's actually a very powerful form of, of voting and you're casting your vote for what kind of society you want for yourself now, you want for your kids in the future. And um, I always tell my kids, think like that when you're spending a dollar, you're not just spending a dollar, you're, you're actually casting a vote for your future. So I love that. It's just, I think it's a really cool way to think about things and it's, it's, it's practical. So, you know, like if I'm tempted, you know, like as we all are to buy, you know, something I know, like from a company that I know doesn't practice ethical um, or sustainable things and it's cute and I'm tempted. I I do think about that. Like it it can kind of give me pause. Yeah. And I know it's given my children pause as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. 
Love that. Now, Tiffany, I know you, <clears throat> you've told me, I don't remember if we've shared it, your story about how you started in consignment um, and you love it, but you years ago started not just as a shopper, but a, a consigner, mm-hmm. both sides of that table. Well, you know, when my, when my son was born, we didn't, you know, have a lot of money. Um, it was struggling. I was the only one working and it was just hard. And um, I bought all, almost all of his stuff for my son at a children's consignment shop that was down the street from me. And I spent a lot of time there. And then as soon as he wasn't playing with something anymore or outgrowing the clothes and I took it back there and sold it. And then I would use the money I made there on those, that stuff to buy more stuff you know, use the store credit. And um, I just loved it. I mean, I was so sad because I think, I think they closed that consignment shop closed like right before we moved away from there. And I was so sad when that happened. Oh, I hate that. that. Yeah. Mm. That was great. It's great for when, you know, people that need that help. Um, It's awesome. It's wonderful. And I mean, what a great thing to know that you you purchased an item that somebody else had before you got all the use out of it you needed for it and then it went back and somebody else got the use it didn't just go to a landfill somewhere or you Not know to mention when you bought it the person received money for that item and yeah they were probably able to you know spend that <laughs> store credit as well right you were helping a local community person and i just it just gives me warm fuzzies when i think of that mm-hmm. whole never know how many times that thing turned over mm-hmm. absolutely how many lives it touched which is great because you know it's much better than going into a landfill or whatever I mean you just you know and great. I gotta put another spin on that too how good do you feel and I feel because I buy consignment all the time this top's consignment bracelets are consignment. I love, I shop consignment, earrings are consignment, necklaces consignment, like just everything I have on this consignment. I buy these, I wear them, take good care of them. When I'm ready to change styles or done with it, the beautiful thing is I can sell it consignment and almost pretty much a lot of times make money off of something I wore for a year. Mm-hmm. like you wear it for free I'm like you know buy it but then you get money back I mean it just it's it's crazy how awesome that is and how good I feel when I get something that I use for a long period of time and then turn around and sell it again and actually get paid for that item that I used for so many years <laughs> yeah it's it's really really well, amazing um, I don't know if you follow Marie Kondo but she talks about when you clean declutter Mm-hmm. You thank the item, you know, if it's not bringing you joy anymore, you thank it and you dismiss it from your life. Mm-hmm. And that, I feel like that's the process. You know, you thank it, you let it go. And that gives someone else joy. If it's not giving you joy anymore, it gives someone else joy. Next. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So these kind of get our, our personal feels on it and how we feel about it. Now we can get more into the whole I'm losing my, my train of thought here. <laughs> like what we see and why we know that it's not a competitive business in our businesses. So we'll get more out of the, more of the personal and into more of the, the business part. Libby, you had mentioned something the other day that I wasn't aware of that when we're talking about when, once somebody shops consignment, you typically shop all consignment. Like oh, I have 
not only do I shop our stores, but I have many local stores that I go into on a mm-hmm. weekly basis, yeah. um, you know, and go look for what's there. And sometimes I just go browse and just have fun talking to the ladies in there. Like people have fun when we were in the storefront, just socializing and chit-chatting and browsing. A lot mm-hmm. of times I come out with a bag, but you mentioned something the other day to Tiffany and I that I didn't realize was going on and I need to find out if it's local. Oh yeah. So um, this was, it probably like started to come into popularity about five or six years ago. It's um, a, like a thrift trail. So people take a like local bus trip and they get on a bus and they have maybe 10 stops at consignment and thrift stores along the way. And they just spend all day shopping, consignment, thrift, antique, like the three of them are usually, you know, grouped together a little bit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they just, they just hit all the stores and it's just so it's, it just totally makes the point. Like when somebody wants to shop consignment, they want to shop all the consignment stores. I love they do. That's what they do. Yeah. I know, right? I want to play. I want to play. Well, when I went to visit Molly, we kind of did our own. We We did our own trail of consignment stores and we'll do that again. Yeah. I mean, that's when I go somewhere new, like even when I go to Charlotte to visit Poppy or Cow, I always Mm -hmm. have a list of places I'm going to go while I'm in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't favor one over the other. I shop them all. Right. Hence, not a competitive industry. And why? Because that pair of size nine fry boots that I'm looking for, the chances that the first store has that and my size are slim to nil. But if I keep shopping around at all the consignment stores, I'm going to find other things I want. I'm going to buy them because that's how I roll. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to necessarily, I always start with conscious consignment first because it's our business, right? So I start there first, then I'll go to our friend stores, Tiffany Street store, and, and, I, and I go to them all. And then I move on to my local favorites. But if you're mm-hmm. searching something out, what are the chances that one store is going to have it? So yeah, go to all of them. Go to all Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. And nothing, nothing breaks my heart more than like when I go into a place and they feel like they're competing with the p- place. Across, I'm going to use across the street because, you know, I want to feel that as a shopper that I can go into both without that competitive feeling. Right. And it just, it just gives me like such a negative vibe when I go into some place and I feel like they're trying to compete because really um, they're, they're, that's not who they're competing with. No. Like you're not going to do any good competing with the consignment store across the street, lowering your prices, trying to pull traffic away from them. It's the same traffic. You're, you're both going to get it. I mean, there are probably exceptions to this rule, but I mean, we've lived that. I mean, in the storefront, we had within five miles, what, six consignment stores? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least. And we would recommend, I mean, you would you have people Absolutely. in there shopping and you'd recommend, oh, you need to go down and check out such and such and such and yeah. such. And, you know, because like, like we say, I mean, they're going to buy what they fall in love with at your store, but you're never going to have the same product in consignment. Mm-hmm. You're never going to, w- I would love to hear a statistic of who has that same item, same size. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's just yeah, not going to happen. It would be so random to have the exact same item in that size in a store in the same community. I mean, even, yeah. yeah. There's also no shortage of, of items out there. 
Like there's an abundance of items in our society. There's more than enough to for every consigner consignment store to have stuff. I mean, there's, I mean, just think about the stuff that just comes into me all the time. And I, I'm not even advertising that I'm a consign. My name, my name is not out there. Like bring me stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just you know, and I'm never. And you can't keep up, right? Can't. Yeah. There's so much out there for everybody. Everybody can, I feel like a kumbaya moment, kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you, and when you're talking about the different businesses in the same area, I mean, Libby, when we were in the storefront, you did a great job of even building consignment relationships with other businesses. And yeah, so like we would specialize in one thing and they would specialize in another. So, you know, um, we would have people come to us with certain items, other consignment stores, and we would sell their items for them. And sometimes we would send our items to another consignment store because they specialized or had the client, they'll, you know, foot traffic um, to do with those items. So it was just, it was great. It was great. I mean, I, ca I can't really see a downside. And I do that even now that I'm online. I mean, my, I have a consignment store. It's about three miles from me. Well, you'll see, you actually probably you'll see it on my YouTube channel too. Um, but they can sign with me and I can sign with them because there's certain, there's just certain things that are going to do better in one location over another. And they have a totally different setup. And it's just, I mean, it's a wonderful relationship. So if they don't have something, they send me customer. Not only do they send me their consignments, but they send me their customers. And if some, I send them some of my customers. So and they just go back and forth. And it's it's just a lovely thing. And I mean, who would think that? I, when you think about that, I just think it's so amazing that mm -hmm. those kind of relationships can be built out there between businesses, like businesses. Yeah. But and I mean, think of like, if we were competing, if I was trying to compete with that business and lower my price, like it just doesn't make that much business sense to be lowering my prices and competing with that business because we're, we're competing with big box retailers. We're competing with people's way of life of not shopping sustainably. Mm -hmm. We're not competing with that consignment business. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing we had talked about, like, who do we compete with? You know, where is the competition in consignment business? Yeah. And you just touched on that. I mean, it is the big box stores mm -hmm. um, that are the ones that you yeah. Compete and I think I want to mention that. Um, so our last week's episode, our interview with Sarah Marshall, she also she's a um, storefront consignment coach. And she also touched on um, competition and why she doesn't believe, you know, it's a competitive business and why we all need to stick together. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I just needed to throw that in there. because We could have had Sarah in here with us because the stuff she said was just so spot on to what we believe mm -hmm. in as a business yeah. in our business. And she was right there with us to, you know, I guess she's run into some of that where people feel they need to compete. And mm -hmm. it, it's just not, not that it's just, it can be such a strong and amazing community supporting each other and building each mm -hmm. other yeah. up and, and enjoying that success together. Um, the other thing I thought about, when we were talking about who do we compete with, you know, I, I'd love to get feedback from people because we've had this com this conversation between the three of us is, is thrift stores, does consignment 
compete with thrift because typically people who shop consignment, just like you were talking about the road trips, those road trips, the bus trips that they take will hit consignment, thrift and antique. So are they competitive or are they relationship builders? And I'd love to get people to send us feedback and comments on how they feel about that. Yeah. So I could tell you a little bit about my experience with that is um, I haven't had a competitive relationship with any of the thrift stores. I'm not saying it's never going to happen, but it was the same thing. Like with the other consignment stores, like we worked with um, one that was a couple months away, they would bring us their higher end items that they just really didn't have the clientele or the setup to house and sell. And we would sell it for them. And, you know, and they would also come and they would take, when we had our um, charity sales, if there was anything left over, they would come and they would clear off the sidewalk for us with all their items and they would sell those in their thrift store. So it was a, it was an awesome relationship. It really was. And yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of like, I could see how it could be competitive, but. But when you look at it in those terms, it's not competitive. That's, my that's experience hasn't been a that. wonderful relationship. When I think of it from a shopper's viewpoint, because I am a professional shopper. <laughs> it's, it's your sport. <laughs> it's my sport. It's my sport. If only I could have like, you know, gone to school for it. I should have, um, you know, you and I can't even say you know what I have to rethink this y'all I want feedback from people because when I'm thinking about it you typically play pay less at a thrift store but you don't always I have one here a consignment shop I went to the other day and they had a sale and I could have never gotten the prices at a thrift store that I got from this consignment shop I mean it was like peanuts in their sale so I guess that really isn't competition I don't know I'd love to get feedback like the bigger, you know, more well-known thrift stores in this area, in my area, are keep raising their prices. The names that can't be said out loud. And it's very, um, I do know with those, because I do go to many when I'm traveling, it's very um, geographical, the pricing. Mm-hmm. It's they, they run differently in their cities and all, because it's interesting the way it's very different in Charlotte than here in Greensboro. It's very different. And it's interesting to me how they do that. But then you go on vacation. I mean, I think they're always changing. Like a lot of the bigger ones are kind of changing their philosophy and how they do things. If they're going to be online, if they're going to try to sell the higher end goods, if they're going to. So yeah, it is, I guess it's something that just really needs to be constantly looked at. But I mean, for me, I think they are really good at volume and turnover mm-hmm. and that sort of thing and you know I love a lot of the missions that they are helping I agree people, you know develop job skills and you know get back up on their feet I mean it's just such a it's just such an amazing thing but I think I think probably they're always going to go back to the fact that they're a volume processor yeah and well, it, that's not going to be the same with consignment there's also like the thrift stores that are um that, that sell to benefit something like there's a hospital thrift store, you know, mm-hmm. sponsor or whatever. I don't even know how that works, it's, but they, you know, money goes back to a charity of some sort, which are great. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's one that I go down when I go to visit my friend, it's, um, it's a whole, like all the like proceeds. I don't know how much from every sale go to uh, the animal shelter. Mm-hmm. You know, I just love that. Like, you know, yeah. 
Yeah, they're all like ours in Conshohocken was um, they had a thrift store. They have a thrift store in the front and then they operate uh, Meals on Wheels in the back. Oh, so that's another one that we always collaborated with. Yes, we did. Um, yeah, I that wasn't front of mind. The other one was front of minds. But yeah, we always collaborated with them as well. So I guess really thrift isn't competitive. It's not. I mean, I, I like I say, I'd be curious to hear other people's feedback. But when we sit here and talk it out like this, I don't think of it as a competition. I think it's. If with those relationships, yeah, yeah. if you develop. If those you're willing, and I guess that's what about if you're the kind of business owner, consignment business owner willing to build those relationships, there's so many wonderful things that can happen in a non-competitive mindset. Well, it's the same thing with your, your, um, your um, scenario about the fry boots. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're not going to find that, you know, what specifically what you're looking for, maybe at the first place, but between all the thrifts and consignment shops, you can make your way around, you know, and find something, find what you're looking for. And isn't it great to send somebody if they come to your business looking for something and you go, you know what, I do not have that in stock, but I can put you on a list. If it comes in, I'll give you a call. But until then, why don't you check out my friend Tiffany's business and my friend, you know, and you send them to the other businesses and, have them look there. I mean, what a great thing to do because they'll do it for you too. You know, mm-hmm. I have no problem sending people to you guys and, or, you know, I know vice versa, vice versa. It's such a great, I, that's why one of the many reasons why I love this business and especially the community building the community that we're building with C chats and all and getting to know the other businesses out there, um, being able to shout them out and, you know, we shout them out on our own business page also other businesses because they'll buy from us and use them in their businesses and there's enough room in the awesome community like I'd hate for anybody to miss out you know I know have the mindset of being collaborative because you are really missing out if you're not if you're not I agree I agree and I'm a consignment seller but I'm but I'm Conchie consignment's biggest buyer right oh my gosh (laughs) she's one of my best customers one of my best customers Go shopping for me because right. you got the stuff that I like. I need to just start doing that. I'll be your personal shopper. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's awesome. Love it, love it. So, y'all, we're sitting here talking all about this non non competitive business and the community that we build and all that we love. And let's chat about our C Chats community and what's mm-hmm. going on over there. All righty. Well, we yeah. have. <laughs> oh, Molly's accent is rubbing off on you. <laughs> I like that. Oh, I also forgot to mention, just a sidebar, that when this episode airs, it will be two days after my birthday. So I will be another year older. So I'm just saying. But <laughs> even better. But another year better is what I, I like to say. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we got this great review of on our um of our, our podcast and it says i love this podcast the ladies of consignment chats are fun knowledgeable and have a great rapport not only is this a great podcast but their instagram account and facebook group are a must for all serious sellers across multiple marketplaces thank you for adding value to our seller community like yes Yes, a heart. whoever it. wrote that is just I yes, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts because it means so much. 
And it also boosts us so much in the podcast search when you review us on Apple Podcasts um, so more people can find us. So thank you so much. Yes, thank you. We have another comment. This is going to be harder for me to read because it's on my phone and it's small. (laughs) (laughs) So um, this was on our our last episode or the episode 18 that, that aired. Oh my goodness, love this. Congrats to Tiffany on the famous shoes. You have to watch episode 18 to know what she's talking about. <laughs> Must let us know when you get the movie title. And hi, I really can't read this. In Alaska or bust for me, because we had talked about where we wanted to live. Mm-hmm. The wilderness, loved it. And Libby, your storage space is a dream. Boo, that guy is an icon now. The ghost. Well, you have to watch the ghost. Yeah. You have to watch the episode. It's really fun. Yeah, I can't miss the ghost. Tiffany, your she shed is my dream, absolutely. But living on a golf course, blocking the view, I am still in discussion on that point. Would be so awesome. Molly, your storage space is neat as a pin. Want. I store in a bedroom and more around the house. By the way, Nick, that shoe tower was a great idea. <laughs> All right, Nick got a mention. Nick That's got a mention. Oh, thank you all for the kind words. I'm learning a lot as we go here. Would love to be a consigner, but staying as a small merchant on eBay keeps me busy with working outside the house. Take, telling everyone to follow you all. Blessings always. That's that was from Paula, our friend Paula. That is so nice. So nice. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Are y'all yeah. ready to say our farewell and give ourselves a little toast, a little cheer? Y'all, um, subscribe, like, follow, consignmentchat.com. Come see us. Until next week, y'all. Cheers. Cheers. What's in your mug? Water. Coffee. Mocha frappuccino. <laughs> nice, girl. Nice. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of consignment chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find consignment chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.